What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Igus, and a week of NFL games have passed, so in this week, we'll be getting into some of my biggest overreactions from week one, and obviously, my predictions for week two of the games. So, let's get it. So as I said, a week of NFL games have passed. Some teams are 1-0, some teams are 0-1. And as most people know, and in my opinion, week one is the worst representation of a lot of team skills and where the teams will end up. But obviously a lot of people will have opinions after week one of the NFL season. Some teams may be better than expected, some teams not, but it's only one game. And maybe I'm just saying that because the Bengals lost to the Steelers. But let's get into it. I'm going to get into my top three overreactions, whether I think they're true or not true, and I'll reveal that as I say them. And then we're going to be getting into our week two predictions. Now, obviously, the Chiefs and Chargers game has already passed, so no, I do not get to predict. But obviously, I think. But I think I might have picked the Chiefs uh, if I if I were to say it on the record. But we're not going to give this to me. But let's get into it. My top three overreactions for Week One. The first involves my team, the Cincinnati Bengals. A lot of people are saying after this week one loss to the Steelers in overtime that last year was a fluke. Uh, The Bengals aren't going to make the playoffs this year. And a lot of people are putting fact on that one. I am here to recognize what happened in this game. The Cincinnati Bengals had five turnovers on offense, including four interceptions by Joe Burrow. Now, not only with all of those facts, but the Bengals also did not have their long snapper for Evan McPherson. So with all those factors, we gave up five turnovers, they gave up zero. We didn't have a long snapper. We still were put into a situation three times to win this game. So as long as we have a long snapper that can get the ball to the holder, As long as Joe Burrow doesn't consistently throw four interceptions and loses a fumble every single game, we should theoretically destroy every opponent. Because if that doesn't happen, we maybe beat the Steelers by 20. I mean, this game was insane. But obviously, the world is not full of what-ifs. I'm not saying we should have won this game. But theoretically, if those don't happen every single game, we are going to win games this year, and a lot of them, in fact. So, given the fact that I don't think Joe Burrow is going to throw four interceptions every game, that Evan McPherson is going to miss an extra point and two field goals every game, the Bengals are still going to make the playoffs this year, and they're going to have a great bounce-back game against an unfortunate uh, Dallas Cowboys team without Dak Prescott. So, I'm going to go ahead and put cap on uh, on the Bengals not making the playoffs this year. But my second overreaction, I'm going to put a little bit of facts on. 
it's that the Broncos are still bad, even with Russell Wilson. Now, I get it. They made some horrible calls during this game, and just like the Bengals, theoretically, they should have won this game. They were put in so many situations to win this game. But the Seahawks are not good. Even looking at Geno Smith's stats, sure, he did good for Geno Smith, but this was not one of the top quarterback performances of the week, and not even close. The Seahawks were not meant to win this game, and as I said before in my playoff predictions, I still think the Broncos are the worst team in the AFC West. Now, Russell Wilson is a huge upgrade from Drew Locke, I will admit that. But the Broncos really don't have that good of a roster surrounding. Javante Williams did not have a good game. Both of the wide receivers on the Broncos, very average games. And the defense, man, if you're letting Geno Smith have a game even like that, uh, you, uh, you failed a little bit. So, no, I do think the Broncos are better this season than they were last season. And I think we will see that eventually in the, in the season. But they are still the worst team in their division, and anybody who was taking them to win the AFC West, uh, I think, is a little hallucinative. The Broncos are not good. I'm going to put fact that the Broncos are still going to end up in last in the AFC West. My final prediction is going to involve two teams that happened between the Packers and the Vikings game. Now, a lot of people are saying that the Packers are done for. The Packers are not going to do anything. Aaron Rodgers needed Devontae Adams. And a lot of people are saying the Vikings are, you know, legit. Uh, And I don't think that's technically true. I think Justin Jefferson carried this game for the Minnesota Vikings. You look at the performances from everybody else on that team, and it was kind of what you expect. Uh, Adam Thielen had a very average game for a wide receiver too. Kirk Cousins, if you take out Justin Jefferson's numbers, you know, it it was not that good of a game. Uh, And the defense, you know, did a good job, but I think the Packers offense just didn't do well at all. So I think the Vikings, yes, I did predict them to win this game. And I am happy about that, but I don't think they're as legit as everyone's saying they are. Now on the Packers side, A lot of people are giving up on the Packers, saying they needed Devontae Adams, which in my last episode, I did say that I agree with that statement, that they specifically need Devontae Adams, but I still think this is a good team. Now, they got destroyed by one guy on the Vikings offense. I think if they face a team that has a little bit of a lesser wide receiver one, because I am... Uh, a believer that Justin Jefferson is a top three wide receiver and he's not number three. I do think facing a little bit of a lesser threat uh, as a individual, the Packers will show a little bit more life. And I do think this is the exact same thing that happened last year. They got blown out in week one and then they went on to win the division. I think we're just overreacting. So I'm going to put cap uh, on the fact of the Packers being out of the playoff race and I'm going to put cap on the Vikings being contenders I do think they can make the playoffs I see that as a real possibility but I do not see them as a Super Bowl contender this season now let's just go over my predictions for the week I did pick the Bills to beat the Rams Uh, I obviously know that my episode was getting released right before that game started, but I did get that correct. 31 to 10. I said it was going to be a close game. It was not. 
Uh, Eagles-Lions, uh, I did get that one correct as well. I picked the Eagles to win that game. Now, I did expect it to be a convincing win, and it was at first, but the Lions made a little bit of a comeback at the end of that game. But 2-0 to start. Moving on, then, we had the 49ers and the Bears, and I picked the 49ers, but you know what? I'm not even mad at this one. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bears. I know a lot of people are low on them this year, and everybody loves an underdog. I said that I have a lot of hope in Justin Fields this season, so I'm very happy that the Bears won, but that does land me at 2-1. Obviously, we have the game that uh, I don't think I'm ever going to talk about again. Hopefully not. Uh, the Steelers beat the Bengals. I know I picked the Bengals, and it is a frustrating loss. But the Steelers move on to make me 2-2, two and two, and I'm going to go down to 2-3 and three because the Dolphins beat the Patriots, and it was a pretty convincing win. Uh, now, I'm not sold on the Dolphins. I don't think it was that impressive of a game. Tua did not do what I think a lot of people were expecting him to do. Uh, it's a it's a very 50-50 crowd with Tua. Either you think he's going to do great or you think he's going to do bad. I think he landed right in the middle, which is where I was expecting him to be this season. Then I move on to 2-4. and four. The Browns beat the Panthers. Uh, that was more of an emotional pick. I do think the Browns have a better overall team than the Panthers. But I was hoping Baker Mayfield gave them a little bit of a competition but Baker Mayfield did not have that great of a game neither did McCaffrey neither did the entirety of the Panthers team but it still ended up being a close game 26 to 24 and then we had a tie so I'm just gonna give myself a tie as well two four and one the Colts and the Texans very interesting game uh Texans blew a huge lead to the Colts to make it 2020 and a bunch of missed field goals, uh, just like the rest of the games this week. The Colts did not look great. The Texans did not look great. Uh, neither team impressed me in any way. Then we move on to the Saints and Falcons, which finally gets me a win. It feels like it's been a few games since I got a prediction right. Saints beat the Falcons, not convincingly. It was a scary game. They only win this game by 1 point, 27 to 26. But they did show signs of being really good in this game. And the Falcons showed signs of it too. Uh, Drake London looks like he's going to be a very good receiver for the value that they got him at. I don't know if he's going to be the best receiver out of this class. But he did look good in this game. So being 3-4-1, and one, then we move on. We're back to 500 as I did put the Ravens to beat the Jets. Uh, so that puts me 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. I don't think anyone is expecting the Jets to win this game. But then I go back down under 500 because the Commanders beat the Jaguars. The Jaguars, even though this was only a 6-point game, did not look good in this matchup. Trevor Lawrence looked about uh par with what he was last season nobody stood out in this game except for Carson Wentz and I said this I said that the commanders are going to be better than they were last season because Carson Wentz is an upgrade and people need to realize that now I don't think he's going to keep up what he did in week one but I'm sure he'll impress a few people but then we're back to 500 uh the Packers lose to the Vikings which I did predict and, you know, I think that's a bit of a surprising one. Uh, so I go back to 5-5-1, five, five, and one, but I'm back down under 500 as the Giants beat the Titans. Oh, I can't believe it. The Giants beat the Titans 21-20. It was a very, very unfortunate loss for the Titans. 
Derrick Henry did not look great. Robert Woods looks like a huge bust as a wide receiver one. And Ryan Tannehill is doing Tannehill things. Uh, bad loss for the Titans. Great loss for the Giants. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully Saquon can keep up the performance he had. And then I go two games under 500. Uh, I did pick the Raiders to beat the Chargers. And you know what? Watching the game, the defense wasn't great, but Devontae Adams and Derek Carr had a great connection going all game, and he was amazing, and I think he proved how much he meant to the Packers. Uh, but the Chargers did go on to win this game, and Justin Herbert looks good. Obviously, he got hurt in this past uh, Thursday night football that just happened yesterday. So we're hoping for the best for him. The Chargers look good. The Raiders look good. The AFC West is going to be good. But then I start clawing my way back uh, the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Chiefs m destroyed this game. Kyler Murray did not look good. Neither did the rest of the Cardinals. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes looks like the god that I promised he would be. Now, I said that he was going to take a little bit of a step back, so I was wrong on that prediction. But I said that he was still going to be Patrick Mahomes. And he definitely was. He showed out in this game, and he helped me get one game under 500 at 5 6 and 1. Sorry, 6-7-1. and one. Um, But then we got the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. I did predict this one right as well. I knew not to bet against Tom Brady, so we're back to 500 at 7-7-1. Seven, seven but that is going to put me under 500 because the Seahawks somehow shocked the Broncos on Monday Night Football. So not a great start to the uh, football season for me as we end up 6 seven and sorry seven eight and one to start the nfl season week one so let's get into my week two predictions hopefully we can redeem myself a little bit now obviously thursday night football has already passed so only 15 games are going to get predicted for this week starting off uh with the patriots and the steelers this game will be played in pittsburgh and you know what, uh, I think last week, if you gave me this matchup, I would have picked the Patriots. But after watching week one, the Patriots did not do great. The Steelers did, this, the defense did amazing. Um, Mitch Trubisky didn't look like anything special, but the defense looks like it can carry this team to a bit of wins this season. So I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this game. Uh, it breaks my heart to do so, but I do think they are the better team here. Then we have the Panthers and the Giants, and you know what? A lot of people are picking the Panthers to win this game, but they did nothing, nothing to impress me in week one. Uh, they lost to a Browns team that was led by Jacoby Brissett, and you know what? The Giants did impress me a little bit. They beat a team that I was expecting to beat them pretty badly in the Titans, and Saquon Barkley had a great game, and I expect him not to match, but to, you know, at least be on the same level as as his performance in week one so you know they're at home i like the giants here uh, i'm gonna predict the giants they're gonna start off the season 2-0 and shock the world then we got the jets and the browns two teams that i do not want to win in any way now realistically the team that i won't want to win is the jets the team that i think is going to win is the browns and I said in week one in my predictions that I'm going to predict the, the Browns to go 0-16. Sorry, 0-17. And, and I'm going to continue that trend. I know that my record might hurt a little bit after this, but I'm going to pick the Jets uh, to win this game. Then we got the Colts and the Jaguars. 
Now, I know the memes are going to be great for this one. Obviously, the Jaguars knocked the Colts out of the playoffs last year and beating them in a what seemed to be easy Week 18 matchup, but ended up being troublesome for them. But I think the Colts are a little bit improved this season. I think the Jaguars, although they spent money, did not look great in Week 1. So I am going to pick the Colts uh, to pick up their first win of the season in Week 2 against the Jaguars. Then we got the Dolphins and the Ravens, and you know what? This is going to be an interesting matchup. Last week, if you would have told me this, I would have picked the Ravens to win this. But the Dolphins looked pretty decent in their first game against the New England Patriots. A lot of people were overreacting on the Dolphins, saying that they are title contenders. But I'm going to be realistic. I do like the Ravens in this matchup. It's sad that I have two AFC North teams starting off this season 2-0. That is a bit scary. But I do think the Ravens are the better team here, and I don't think they showed me any reason to pick against them after their Week 1 win. Then we got the Buccaneers and the Saints being played at New Orleans. Now, obviously, last season, the Bucs had a lot of trouble with the Saints in the regular season. And although I do want to pick that trend to continue, the Bucs looked, you know, pretty good uh, defensive-wise against the Cowboys. The offense looked like it had a few moments of, of not doing great, but it looked like enough to win games, especially against a team that I you know, and projecting to not make the playoffs in the Saints. So I like the Buccaneers here, but I do think the Saints will give them a bit of a run for their money that the Cowboys were not able to. Then we have our final game of the early games, and that is between the Washington Commanders and the Detroit Lions. Now this one is interesting. I do think the Commanders won their game mostly because Carson Wentz had one of the better games of his career um, outside of his MVP level season and the Lions had flurries of uh of of moments but I I do think I'm gonna pick the commanders here I do think it'll be a good game and this is one of the 50-50 games in this week but I'm gonna pick the commanders it's crazy to think I have them starting off 2-0 but but I like them here I think this is a uh, good first couple of week of matchups for the commanders then we have a game that last week seemed uh, seemed like it was going to be an easy win for the 49ers, but they're going up against the Seattle Seahawks, and there's a lot of questions surrounding the 49ers and a lot of positive questions surrounding the Seahawks. Is Geno Smith that guy? And I don't think he is. But that's not to say I think Trey Lance is going to have a great uh, balance back game. I do think he's going to be better than he was in Week 1 versus the Bears. But... Uh, I just see this as an easy matchup for the 49ers. Uh, I think they have good enough coaching and they have good enough weapons around Trey Lance to make a win out this game. And hopefully this is a little bit of a, uh, of a game where Trey Lance gets to figure himself out a little bit. Then we have the Atlanta Falcons against the Los Angeles Rams. This is a perfect opportunity for the Rams to have a bounce back game after getting obliterated by the Bills in week one. Uh, the Falcons are not good. We learned that uh, they lost the Saints in week one. The Rams need to bounce back here and have a great game. If it's not a convincing win, they scare me for this season. So uh, they need to win this game by at least 10. By at least 10. 
Then we have a game that intrigues me a lot. It's two teams that I'm expecting to be better than most people are expecting this season, and they both had very unfortunate week one losses in the Arizona Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Las Vegas Raiders are at home. I think they have an insane home crowd that shows up for games, and I think Devontae Adams has a field day on the Cardinals defense. But I am expecting this to be a fun game. Uh, it sucks to see the Cardinals start 0-2 as I did predict them to make the playoffs this season, but I do have the Las Vegas Raiders in this game. I think they're just slightly a better team, but I think it will be a really fun matchup. Then we got the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos. Now, the Texans didn't have a great game, but they had a better game than the Broncos did in week one, so it makes it a little more interesting than I thought this game would be. But I do think I am going to pick the Broncos. I, I think they made mistakes last week, and I think they're going to bounce back from them and realize, uh, you know, uh, a few things that they can fix, and it's going to show up uh, against the Texans. I think the same as the Rams situation. This is a great game for the uh, Broncos to bounce back a little bit and kind of figure themselves out and show that they are a good team this season. And, you know, they may prove me wrong, but I do think this is going to uh, show that the Broncos are not amazing, whether they win or not. Then we got, uh, then we got a good game here. We got my lock of the week. And this may be a little bit biased, but I, I just don't see a world where the Bengals lose to the Cowboys this week. Dak Prescott is injured. They got Rush in the backup. Uh, and the Bengals, they just need a bounce back. They need a bounce back game. They need Joe Burrow to throw not a lot of interceptions. I like the matchups in this game for the Bengals. I think Jamar Chase is going to burn Trayvon Diggs in this game. And, I, and I'm excited to see it. I want to see uh, the same Bengals defense that I saw from week one and excel it against a bit of a weaker offense in the Dallas Cowboys. In my opinion, I, I think without Dak Prescott, the Cowboys offense is a little weaker than the Steelers. I think the Bengals are going to lock this one up. That is why it is my lock of the week. And right after my lock of the week, we have my... Yeah, I'm going to regret doing this, uh, but I have the Chicago Bears beating the Green Bay Packers. The only reason for this is because the Packers looked abysmal in week one, and the Bears looked decent. They looked like they could win a few games this season, which I predict them to do. Please, please listen to me. Uh, the Chicago Bears, I'm predicting to win this game. It's my upset of the week. I don't think it will be convincing. It will be a close game because I think these are teams right now in this part of the season specifically are a little close in skill and talent now obviously later in the season i think the packers will surpass them but i am predicting them to start off 0 and 2 while the bears i have starting off 2 and 0. then we move into our back-to-back -back monday night football games we have the tennessee titans versus the buffalo bills now, at the start of the season before week one i liked this matchup i thought it would be very fun and exciting but after seeing how badly the Bills destroyed the Rams in week one and the fact that the Titans lost to the New York Giants in week one, I got the Bills winning this one. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a crazy blowout, but uh, I think it's going to be pretty clear from the first score of this game that the, the Bills are going to win this one. 
But the second Monday Night Football game is a little more interesting. We have two teams that are kind of like uh, looking like they're in control of their division after week one as an overreaction. Obviously, the Eagles look like the uh, clear-cut favorite in the NFC East now that Dak Prescott is out. And the Vikings handled the Packers very well in week one and looking like the front runner of the NFC North. So, which one of them will start off the season 2-0 to further that prediction? I'm going to go with the Eagles. Uh, A.J. Brown had a great first game in week one. Jalen Hurts looked good. Uh, Devontae Smith looked good. Miles Sanders looked good. The defense looked good. And on the Vikings, I think just the defense and Justin Jefferson looked good. So, in order for the Vikings to win this game, I think some more people are going to have to step up. But right now, until they prove me wrong, I think the Eagles have a bit more of a complete and uh, an equal team going out there on Monday night. So that is why I have them winning this game. And that will close out my predictions for week two. So starting next week, I told everybody that we weren't going to have an episode on Tuesday this week because of the return episode coming out last week. So starting next week, episodes Tuesday and Friday night everybody look out for them Tuesday we'll we'll recap the games that just passed and we'll talk about the Thursday night game Friday we'll give our predictions for the Sunday and Monday games so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode like I said I'm so glad to be back and I hope you guys have an amazing weekend I will see you guys on the flippity flip, get out of here.